The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Welcome to A Gut Feeling, where we discuss the brain-gut connection and how to break free from bloating and chronic inflammation of the gut. I'm your host, Jacqueline Renee, former anxious IBS struggler, turned holistic health coach and digestive specialist. Thank you so much for joining me on your healing journey. Hey guys, welcome back to A Gut Feeling. I am excited. We are moving on in the series five steps to reduce bloat. Now, if you haven't listened yet, the first episode of five steps, obviously step one, which is chewing and increasing your digestive juices is up on Spotify, iTunes, YouTube for Empower Radio, and also on my YouTube. So don't say I didn't give you multiple resources on where to find it. <laughs> but yes, please check it out. Um, I would love for you guys to start at square one so you understand the foundation that I'm creating when we talk about these steps. You really need to move in the direction of the steps one through five. You can't really jump around. They will help, but it's important to have an understanding of why we move from one to five, because this is how we peel back the layers of our health and understand why digestion is off. So with that being said, go ahead and check out um, the step number one, and then uh, let me know your feedback. I'd love to hear from you guys about how that one helped your digestion. Did it help you reduce bloat? Did it help you digest your food better? Did it help with constipation or diarrhea or any of those things? I love feedback. The best way to give me feedback is to email me, Jacqueline at JacquelineReneeWellness.com, or you can head over to my Instagram. You can shoot me a DM there. I just, I love to hear from you guys. And I want to know that this stuff is helping you because week after week I show up and I want to know that at home, this is, is helping you through this process. Okay. So let's get into a little bit more about digestion and let's understand it more on a diagnostic level. So I just received my results back from a new diagnostic test from Thorne, my favorite supplement and wellness company called the gut health test. This gut health test is specific for us to understand our gut microbiome on a very intimate level, okay? So it's an at-home stool sample test, and the goal of it is to understand which bacteria is off, good and bad, 
Is bad high? Is good low? Is it the opposite? So that we can find balance because isn't everything in life about finding balance? So this test specifically measures your personal gut microbiome. It's really, really easy to read. It's got a dashboard with all the descriptions of the specific bacteria that can be high or low, the percentages, the reasons why it happens, and what it means for you specifically. And that is my favorite part because that's all I ever talk about. There's a million different digestive and gut protocols, right? But what does it mean for you? How is it bio? How is it using bioindividuality for you? And that's specific to this test because you can't get any more intimate and personal than your own stool. So this is really, really geared for you. And then it spits out an analysis where in the analysis, it's there to identify potential health risks and specific areas of improvement you need, not only in your gut microbiome, but your whole genome, the sequencing and the, the way that we need to put it together, the nutrients, the vitamins, where you're deficient, all of those things. And it's really powered by some incredible health intelligence behind this one amazing company called Longevity. So a lot of the analysis is, is easy to read, which is great because a lot of times it's not. And then the best part is at the end, it's all about the improvement plan. They give you diet recommendations, exercise recommendations, lifestyle recommendations, if you need to bring in more calm into your life, and then a personalized plan for supplements where you can just go ahead and click and purchase that will help balance your bacteria, maybe give you if you're B deficient or omega deficient, it'll it'll calculate that and it can give you those recommendations too. Now, I was blown away by my results because I was like, I'm all up on my high horse, my gut high horse, like I'm you know, this gut guru. So my test should come back really amazing. And it didn't, it showed some deficiencies and some things that were really obvious to me once I saw them, but weren't so obvious to me before I took the test. So I'm really happy I did it. And now it is one of the most major things I'm recommending for my clients. It's not even that expensive. It's under $200. Um, you can click the link below. If you're watching the YouTube, the link is below, or you can order it off of my Instagram page through the link in my, in my bio. It says order gut bio test. So it makes it super easy for you. And then from there, you can get help to review the results. Now, I know you guys hear me talk about my good gut program. This is where we do diagnostic testing, such as food sensitivity testing, leaky gut testing, or something like this, a gut bio test. And then we utilize three sessions to get your health history, your goals, and personalize the plan for you. Uh, that program also uh, is incorporated into, um, or sorry, it also allows you to get 20% off of all supplements, which is awesome because it's a win-win. You're getting support and you're getting a discount on all the supplements you may need to make your gut health journey a success. So if you're interested in that, again, the way to get a hold of me is to uh, reach out to me via email. You can book a discovery call, which is a free 20 minute video call for us to connect face to face because I love connecting face to face. You guys always see my face. I don't get to see your face and I would love to because I'm sure it's beautiful and I would love to connect more on your healing journey. So book that discovery call to learn more or go ahead and click the link um, below or in my bio in Instagram to get more information on that test so we can start working on the journey because it's about peeling back layers. 
Okay, so I hope that information was helpful for you. Again, I really don't promote anything unless I do it myself or I stand 100 million thousand percent behind what I'm talking about. And so after doing the gut bio test, I didn't know if I was going to promote it or not, but the results, they just were so amazing that I felt called to, and I know it is going to be so beneficial for you and your healing journey too. So check it out. And in the meantime, we're going to get into step two, which is about boosting your digestive fire, or as you have heard me refer to it before as Agni. Now, Agni is from Ayurveda, ancient ancient Indian medicine, and they believe that the core of our foundation, our, our root of our digestion comes from this Agni, this digestive fire that we need to, to have to be able to break down food. The thing about it is it's like a pilot light in your system. So if you live in a state, I'm from Michigan and we have cold winters. Luckily, I am out in Mexico now away from the cold winter. But if you were in the cold winter and you have your heat on and your pilot light goes out, okay, so the pilot light goes out in the furnace, what happens? The heat stops, okay? So you're not generating any heat in the house. So in the same terms for your digestive fire, if that agni goes out or your your root fire goes out, how do we digest? The fire goes out. So we have to get to a place where we ignite that fire again, where we give it a boost and we move it in the direction so it starts to spark and move on. It's not as easy as relighting the furnace with a little lighter and kicking the the little button on. It takes time and it takes consistency to get your fire going. Now, a question I got when I do talk about this is how do we know if our fire is out? Very good question. The thing about it is if you're experiencing bloating, constipation, diarrhea, gas, most likely your fire is out because you're not digesting your food properly or it's causing backup or disease or um, inflammation in the body. So that is a good indication that the fire is out. And for most people where they feel what they feel the most is bloating. And that's why I talk about it the most, because that's where we really will feel that the fire is out. So yes, if you are experiencing these daily, these symptoms daily, we need to boost your Agni. But first, if you didn't go back and listen to digestive juices, do that. uh, And then you can move on to boosting fire. So here's the thing about our our understanding of getting well. Okay. And this is just on a, a basic level of getting well. We have sort of a programming around diet culture. What do I need to do to lose weight, right? We don't think about disease as much. We don't think about gut health as much. We go right to what does my body look like and how do I need to to change it to lose weight, to to feel better, to look better. But when when we stay stuck in that mentality, we pull ourselves away from the healing. What does my body need? And how is it not functioning properly? And how can I get it to function properly? And then weight comes later. So it's shifting that mentality, which you guys know I talk about all the time, diet culture versus healing journey. I created a series a little bit ago, the diet culture uh, versus healing journey. There's three episodes in it. I do encourage you to go back and listen to those too, because it's very, very, very insightful in understanding how to shift that mindset. 
Right now, what I'm talking about in the five steps to reduce bloat is talking about the healing journey. So we have to get out of diet culture. The reason why I'm re re-bringing this up, like re-bringing it back into the forefront is because when we think about healing our gut or, or losing weight or those kind of things, we often think about things that are against boosting your Agni. So diet culture may say, oh, have a smoothie, have a salad, eat raw veggies with hummus or, you know, things that are, are simple and easy to eat, but can often extremely, extremely worsen any situation when it comes to a gut. Now, remember that all things I talk about when it comes to the gut is temporary. I, I always try to stress this because it's important to know that the, what I'm saying right now and what you can do for your health right now may not be what you always do in the future. Right now, if you're experiencing these issues with your gut, raw foods and cold foods and things that are more of a diet type mentality are not healing your gut. They are not boosting your digestive fire. And you're like, what? Oh my God, I've been drinking a smoothie every day for the last you know, 90 umph days trying to heal my gut. I'm not saying they don't work. What I'm saying is most often people's Agni is low to boost that fire. We can't put something cold and damp on it. We need to put something warm and nourishing on it to keep boosting that fire. Think of it as the lighter. So when we are working on boosting our Agni, the first step in that is to choose cooked warm, nourishing foods over cold, raw, damp foods. Okay. Maybe it's the opposite of what you've been taught. Maybe it's the opposite of what you've been thinking. Also remember that every body is completely different. So this may only work for three out of five people. And someone may be listening to this podcast right now going, this chick doesn't know anything. And I healed my gut on raw. Well, great for you, Sam. I'm super proud of you for healing your gut on that. But in this case, it doesn't always work for everybody. So I encourage you to test it out. This is how we do gut healing at JRW. We test things out. We give them time. We use consistency and we allow the body to heal itself because it will. It has an innate ability to heal itself. Okay, so cooked over raw, the concept is, was built because of this. When you have things like leaky gut or candida or inflammation um, or any problems, diverticulitis, any irritation of the gut lining, it, it takes a lot to nourish it and allow it to heal. Now think of it this way. If you had a cut on your arm, you fell and you gashed your arm and that cut was beginning to heal. And when we know that things start to heal, they start to create a scab. Now think about if every day, all day, you were just picking at that scab and you were pulling it back. Now, would it heal really fast? No. We know that leaving things alone allows them to heal really fast. It would start to develop more irritation. It could become infected. It can be irritated more or cause more problems than if we just, let's say, covered it or left it alone or put some ointment on it or something like that and allowed its natural process to heal. Now relate that to your gut lining. 
when you have leaky gut and diverticulitis or, or um, any irritation in the gut lining, it's like you have these tiny cuts all throughout your, um, you know, your stomach lining. Raw food scrapes those cuts. It like triggers them to create more inflammation. And it can also cause a lot of spastic diarrhea. So it's important to kind of recognize this. If you are a person that leans more towards diarrhea, think about raw foods and how that can be contributing to you. Furthermore, with constipation, you know, it can be a sign of backup where that raw food starts to accumulate and causing so much inflammation that the stomach doesn't have the, excuse me, the intestines doesn't have a lot of room to pass food through then you have constipation. It's like when you have, you know, it's hard to, it's hard to go to the bathroom or it's skinny and you know, you have inflammation in there. Okay. So we need to soften it, massage it, make it easy for that gut to digest for those intestines to bring food down. Now, all you have to do is take that food you're normally eating that's raw and just give it a bake or a saute or a light stir fry, soften it, steam it, however you need to do, and it becomes that much easier to break down and digest. This way of eating food is very specific to those for digestive issues. So if you don't have digestive issues, you may be fine with with. Uh, breaking down raw. So I don't want you to think like, oh, this is the only way to eat. This is just a simple, easy way to convert food and digest it and break it down easier when you have these gut issues. So the moral of the story is to consume all cooked foods, nothing damp or cold like smoothies, salads, those kind of things. We're switching over to things like, you know, um, cooked veggies, like a, a nourishing sweet potato, or maybe some oats or, you know, nut butter toast or something that's more digestible and easier to chew than raw food and breaks down easier. Soups and stews are amazing, especially for lunch and dinner. They're great because you can have leftovers and, you know, for many days. So it's easier to, to have it because I know it's easier to eat raw than it is to eat cooked. So this is a, a way around that. Now, the second thing has to do with inside of boosting your digestive fire has to do again with putting that fire out. Now, if I want to put a fire out, I call the fire department and they come with what? A hose with water. Well, imagine what drinking water does while you're trying to digest your food. Ding, ding, ding. It's putting out the fire. It's dampening your digestive system. So number two step in boosting your Agni is to keep water away from meals, to drink it before or after your meals. In most cases, usually at least 15 or 20 minutes before or after, so you have time for your digestion to really work and to keep that, that uh, water away so it doesn't put your fire out. And in combination, drinking water with ice or really cold water or anything colder than room temp is going to contribute to that fire going out too, especially if you're drinking cold water before you go to chew a meal. So the most important thing here is to consume room temperature water or warm water, hot water in your mug before or after meals, not during meals. In addition, I know a lot of you out there love your, you know, Spindrift and LaCroix and all of those things, this bubbly water, because it's something more fun than water. 
Now, this water disrupts digestion a lot because it's creating more gas inside of your body while you're trying to digest. So we need to cut that out as well, too. Not to mention that a lot of those cans have a lot of chemicals in them, uh, like BPA, and, and they leak different chemicals into the water. So best to avoid those and stick to room temp or warm water before or after meals so you don't put that fire out. Number three of our boosting digestive fire practices doesn't have anything to do with food. It's breath work. Now, you've heard me explain a lot before about our nervous system. The parasympathetic nervous system is rest and digest. This is where we want to be when it comes to digesting food, to moving about our life, to where we want to be most often throughout the day, week, month, year, whatever. The sympathetic nervous system is fight or flight. It's very beneficial for us in certain situations when we're stressed or we need to have that, that power or energy or adrenaline to get something done, but it's not a good place to be digesting. So let's say you're going about your day, you know, you're, maybe your boss yells at you, someone else kind of makes you mad at work, and then all of a sudden your boyfriend texts you, he's in a fighty mood, and things start to escalate, and now you're stressed, but it's lunchtime, and then you inhale your lunch when you're in your sympathetic nervous system. There is something that doesn't happen in that time, and that is digestion. Your digestion completely shuts down when you are in the sympathetic nervous system. So when you're moving about your day and you're stressed and you go to eat, that food isn't really absorbed. It's not really digested properly. And what happens is gas and bloating can occur after because it had nowhere to go. It, it wasn't be able to be digested. So now it's just sitting in there and fermenting and you know, you're stewing over your anger and your food is fermenting. And of course that results in no bueno for your gut. So we need to switch this practice. Now it can take, it can, you can change yourself from the sympathetic nervous system to the parasympathetic nervous system very quickly using breath work. It's actually the most powerful tool to drop in to meditation, into a relaxed state, into your a parasympathetic nervous system very quickly with as little as one minute sometimes. Now, my favorite breath work um, is integrative breath work that can take a little longer, a quicker type of breath work. I love to follow Wim Hof, but even just as simple as setting a timer for one minute, placing your hands on your heart and your belly and closing your eyes, no distractions and following your belly rising and your chest rising, inhaling, allowing that, that air and oxygen to get to your brain and your body, and then fully exhaling, deep, deep exhale until all of that air is out and even holding five, 10, 15, 20 seconds, however long you want to hold your breath and inhaling slow and exhaling powerfully and holding just one minute can change so much in your brain, can shift you from that sympathetic nervous system into the parasympathetic nervous system of rest and digest one minute before you eat. Now this can become a little addictive because breath work is amazing. So the more you can drop into breath work, the better it is for your digestion. The more you will increase your Agni, boost your Agni and be able to digest food. 
So as a quick recap, the top three things that you want to do to boost your Agni, the top three steps that you're going to want to take inside of step number two for reducing bloat. Number one, choosing cooked, nourishing soups and stews or warm, nourishing foods over raw foods, cold and damp foods, you know, taking out smoothies, uh, cold water, ice, um, you know, raw vegetables, these kind of things, salads, and swapping them for these things that will nourish your body more. Remember, it's just temporary, but it's super helpful in allowing your digestion a chance to relax and calm down and make it easier to process food. Number two is how you consume water. Away from meals, without ice, room temp or warm to help your digestive system flow when the food comes in and not to be blocked by water or that agni dampened by the water. We don't want to put the fire out. We want to ignite the fire. Okay. And step number three is to drop in to breath work, get into the parasympathetic nervous system, rest and digest before consuming food. Now, if you're stressed and you're running fast and you don't have time to eat, not stressed, then you can simply push back your meal until you have time to consume it. You can just do some power breath work to make it through and get to that place of feeling confident and at peace when you consume food. Okay. So that is step number two. I hope you guys enjoyed that. There is still space in my four-week break-free program where we do go over all of these uh, policies and uh, protocols inside of that program. Click the link in my Instagram bio or on my website to learn more about that. I hope this tip has been helpful. And next time we'll be covering step three. Stay tuned and don't forget to share, like, review. Love you guys. Happy healing. Chat soon. I'm Dr. Mona Lisa, and I've been a medical intuitive for over 30 years. Let me help you find new ways to heal physical and emotional problems. Be a part of my Healthy Living Intuitively podcast studio audience every week. Follow me on Facebook, Dr. Mona Lisa fan page, and Instagram, Dr. Mona Lisa one to get that information. I answer audience questions, and you can learn from people calling in that might be dealing with the same things that you are. Follow Healthy Living Intuitively, part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network, and wherever you get your podcasts.